Shalom. This is Reb Yar Ben Emmett again with another exciting edition of Torah Watchman Show podcast show. Yes, we have a version here, a title about faithful and brave, courageous Jews have fought for their rights, for self-determination to live free and unmolested in their own land, Eretz Israel, God forbid, the only Jewish nation on the planet. And after the Holocaust, you would think the world would still have empathy, if not a guilty conscience, and saying, we extend the benefit of the doubt to the Jewish people that should all be able to be welcome home in Eretz Israel. May we all say, oh man, I don't want to present bad news all the time, but I have a good story for you. But a quick history lesson about Gaza. Before George Walker Bush interfered and stuck his anti-Semitic nose in Israeli business and siding with the Arab, siding with the fake Palestinians there, they wanted to do a land for peace deal with Yasser Arafat at that time to trade over the land of Gaza that was under, under Israeli control at that time. There were hundreds of Jewish families and communities there, kibbutz and yeshivas and infrastructure. And they were just yanked out of that land against their will by the IDF. And I don't know why the IDF chose at that time to respect unlawful orders upon them to do this. This is not the will of the Jewish people. If the Jewish people took a majority vote, they would never vote to, to evict themselves from their own land in Gaza and give it over to what you see now as nothing more than a, than a terrorist sale, a terrorist um, snake bed of, of evil, evil, vile, contemptible people that want to do nothing but destroy and malign the peace process. Got, you know, not even talking about a two-state solution. They don't want any solution that involves the Jewish people. But back to the good story here. And I, I thought I was really surprised when I read about it. The title is, after 18 years of eviction from Gaza, displaced Gush Katif residents build a new synagogue. They build a new synagogue in memory of the synagogue that was condemned when they were expulsed from their land. The former residents of Kafar Daran, Daram see a unique significance in the destroyed town synagogue where a standoff took place in 2005. When I say standoff, consider um, um, the Alamo, consider uh, Masada, and things of this nature. They literally were stood off in their, uh, like a garrison or a fort, uh, resisting uh, IDF soldiers who were ordered by the Israeli government at that time, the prime minister there, to evict the Jews against their will. Now the town of Shabay Daram in southern Israel which houses the residents who were uprooted from the Gafar Dharam. These are literally war refugees, folks. You hear about Palestinian camps? Well, this is a camp for evicted Jews that were essentially homeless because they grew up generationally in the land of Gaza since, I, I would say, about 1957, 1956, when that land was won from Egypt during the Egyptian and Israeli wars. So this is also part of the so-called 1994 disengagement policy too, with, uh, with William Jefferson Clinton, 
uh, will, will inaugurate a new synagogue built in memory of the martyrs of Kafar Dharam. You know, as a lot of people died during that uh, insurrection uh, resistant movement of that condemned synagogue that was mentioned before in Gaza. The inauguration is to, set, is to take place in two weeks, May 11th, with Chief Rabbi David Lowell, Koyat Arba's Rabbi Dov Leor, Ministers Yitzhak Wazalov, and Rabbi Amakai Eliyahu, and former Minister Yuri Ariel among the planned attendees. During the inauguration of this brand new uh, synagogue, of course you know it needs a, a Torah, and needs access to a mikvah. There's a lot of logistics and things, building permits and all of this. All of this is put together. And of course, you have to get approval from the Defense Department in Israel before you build any Jewish structure on land supposedly that is disputed among the Palestinians. So the residents who led some 250 uh, residents and all and protesters in barricading themselves on the synagogue's roof during 2005 eviction of the town will receive recognition for the dedication. So domestic terrorists, Zionist Jews, labeled as such in 2005, are now considered martyrs and courageous patriots. The residents of Chauvet Doram see, see the synagogue as a building built on the foundations of the community which thrived back in Kafar Doram. Like I said, Gaza under Jewish control was a thriving metropolis a thriving tourist haven. They had business, they had commerce, international commerce. It was not a, a terrorist uh, um, command and control center like what Hamas has turned it into. Land for peace does not work in Israel. This is a, this is a perfect use case. What happened in Gaza since 2005, what happened in 1994 with, uh, with all the land given back to the, to the King of Jordan Jewish settlers displaced from, from, their, from their land, sovereign generational land, going back thousands of years. <clears throat> All of this going on here is that, with God willing, the synagogue would, would be raised up as a holy testimony to the synagogue and the faithful freedom fighters that gave their lives in resistance against the unlawful order against them to be evicted from their generational home in Gaza 2005. The synagogue in the original town in Gaza Strip uh, was inaugurated on Israel's 57th Independence Day only three months before the disengagement. You can imagine this. You're celebrating the 57th anniversary of Israel's independence. Three, day, three months later, there was a disengagement order and then the, uh, 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 a uh, condemned notice plastered on the building that it would be bulldozed in favor of the Palestinians. The synagogue in Kafar Daram served as much more than a house of prayer, says, says the invitation. It was the, the beating heart of the community, the nefesh, the soul of, of the communities at large in Gaza. It was the center of life, and the residents got culture, social life, and inner strength from it. It is no surprise that the synagogue in Kafar Daram became a symbol in the eyes of the whole society. I wonder if they preserved the Torah, any sacred books, before that synagogue was condemned in Gaza. 
uh, to, if they were able to move these artifacts and then relocate them to this new synagogue. I don't see detail here. They're commenting further that there we fought out of great love for Israel, out of pure faith in the ruler of the world, and, and our endless dedication to the land of Israel. What do you think about this story? I plan on doing more of these inspirational stories. Of course, I'm, I'm a Jew living in diaspora in Kent Mill, Eruv, in Maryland, United States of America. I still consider myself, I'm a veteran, I'm a Gulf War veteran, but I consider myself as a patriot both for America and Israel. So I'm diametrically opposed between two nations. It's okay to be that way, right? But I still care about my brothers and sisters in Israel. And I'm trying to raise awareness of our other American Jews to equally care and to pray for these faithful soldiers, faithful citizenry in Israel trying to survive under almost impossible, unimaginably impossible and difficult situations over the decades, decades of Arab wars, Egyptian conflict, and of course the rise of ISIS, Al-Qaeda, like, like criminal elements that you find over the, uh, among the Palestinian Liberation Organization. Anyway, God bless you. Shalom Aleichem. This is Reb Yar Benimit signing out, thinking about this new dedication ceremony of this beautiful synagogue. God bless all these people. Listen, please share the knowledge of wealth and love and truth to everyone who's been willing to hear it. If they don't want to be willing to hear your words, why don't you walk to talk? Be that shining light of, of truth from the Torah and they will come running towards you. Take me to your synagogue. Take me to, the, to Israel. Take me with you. We want to hear about the holy God of Israel. Listen, Rabbi Yarban Emmet signing out. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening to me. I'm here for you. I'm your humble reporter about all these things happening throughout the world. We all have a need to pray. No matter what our circumstances are, don't let negative circumstances dictate how you feel about yourself and about your life. Like Rabbi Nachman said, choose to have a wonderful day, no, despite your circumstances. Shalom Aleichem.